0: of scotland to the spiritual splendor that is augusta grab a seat grab a glass and punch your ticket to the Par
1: train my man matthew how what? great is this episode two of the par train jugging along you can hear it come through the hills we have feels got blood. we've got quite a show it almost feels like the pga tour you know this is supposed to be a monthly thing it's almost like the pga tour loved our first episode so much they said you know what Let's move the PJ Championship up in July for the first time in decades, just so the far train crew can come on in a couple weeks. How great is that?
0: Oh, it feels good. Was that old Tom Morris uh, doing the intro there? Um, I thought I heard him. <laughs> you know, man, <laughs> won the British I, uh, Open a few times, in case you were wondering. <laughs>
1: it's true. It might have been at Prestwick, you know, the original Open, the birthplace of it, back in Scotland, oh. down the road from Royal Troon, actually, been there.
0: You played um, Truon. You played it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Went down the road to Prestwick. Beautiful place. Small course, but beautiful. Uh, but yeah, that might have been old Tom himself. You know, something like the PAR train, it's got to be only quality, you know?
0: Well, the PAR train's picking everybody up. And like you said, um, we, we just got done with Troon, and, and now we're here at Baltusrol. And uh, why not just keep going? We gotta, we, <laughs> we're making a lot of stops tonight. You know, we're picking, picking people up. We're, we got a lot to cover tonight, Ev.
1: What do we got, Matt? What are we talking through? What do you got
0: well, for us? Well, first, Ev, what are you drinking over there?
1: Wait, <laughs> is that the cart girl again coming down the aisle? She yeah. always has great timing, doesn't she?
0: Coming down the aisle, you mean coming down the cart path.
1: <laughs> oh, um. there you go. <laughs> what do you got? Uh, what are you ordering?
0: You're like, uh, you know, I am uh, I stick to my guns. I'm, um, we got Plymouth gin tonight. No tonic this time, just uh, one of those big ice cubes and a little little lemon to top it off. So, oh, you know, I'm not, you know, I'm not exciting. It's Monday night, but I know what I like.
1: Hey, so you got that square ice cube or the circle?
0: Um, I'm a square guy. Okay. Sometimes when you're drinking something straight, one is all you need. So I love you it. Know, you know, I'm I'm in with gin. So
1: I love it. Well, you know, last time I, I did some Scotch to honor uh, the Open Championship, and tonight, you know, you're right. It's Monday night. Let's not get crazy. Well, uh, I've
0: got <laughs> I've got
1: a little Lagunitas IPA.
0: Oh um, sure,
1: you know local brew,
0: India Pale Ale. Yeah, they got a, they got a, one of their brewery branches here in Chicago. Uh, been trying to get down there, and uh, maybe take the train down. You know, oh. I don't know,
1: <laughs> but um, I bet you get some free rides.
0: Well, <laughs>
1: honorary member.
0: Yeah, no, but uh, obviously, uh, like we said, we got the PGA. You know, is uh, is starting this Thursday. So you know, we obviously want we want to talk PGA. We got to talk about the Open. Championship that was unbelievable for a lot of reasons. A couple weeks ago, um, we got a lot of stories this this week coming in. I, I think we did say we we're going to talk about Tiger on this uh, on episode two. Are.
1: You're holding me to it. We're talking Tiger. <laughs>
0: I know you were dodging that one. Um, <laughs> and yeah, there's probably some other social topics out there. The you know, the Chicago Cubs are making big trades. Yes. Um, I went to the Coldplay show last night. I don't know. I'm just I'm, I'm going in. I'm getting into it. <laughs> So,
1: (laughs) Hey, speaking of Coldplay, uh, let's watch the clocks here. Okay. Uh, All right. So let's start. You said it's an unbelievable performance. You are exactly right. We haven't seen anything like Stenson versus Phil, 40-year-old. Is is Phil 45? 46.
0: I think Phil's 46. He's got six years on Tiger.
1: Yeah, 46. What a performance. It was almost like watching a video game, was it not?
0: Yeah, I think that's what we said. I mean, I mean, as much as it was great to see Stenson get his first major, I mean, who was not rooting for Phil? (laughs) I mean, why does it? People have their opinions about Phil, but he he does things that Tiger did. I mean, he just he just draws you in the way he plays, and he shot sixty five and he lost. But they but, but nobody was close. I mean, they just kept making birdies. They were feeding off each other. I don't know. I think you know. I mean, there's been some great. British Open duels, you know, Turnberry under the sun, you know, Watson, Nicholas, shooting those kind of scores. But these guys did it all week. All week. And, and Ev, you had played and You got a, You talked about Troon. And we talked about being one of the easier courses in the open rotation. Well, they had a mix of weather. But if you look at everybody else besides those two, those two, it wasn't exactly easy. You know, 500, 600, you know, was third place.
1: Yeah. And if you think about it, what we talked about last time was the wind. That they had, I think, days two through four was the exact win I played in. Where it's in your (laughs) face in the front and uh, behind you on the back nine. And I tell you what, they played it a lot
0: better than I
1: did. I was hacking out, punching out, horizontal all day long. And these guys were making it rain.
0: Yeah, no, um, who, you, know, you were talk, talking about your caddy that day out at Troon. I mean, that guy took some good pictures of you. If some of the listeners have not seen the footage of you out at Troon or the videos, oh. it's unbelievable. You were tipping your hat to the crowd there on 18. I don't know how many people were around the green, but you were, <laughs> you were the man. Man,
1: let's be real. There was hundreds <laughs> of people around the green. And, you know, those people pay good money. They come out and support you. you got to give them a little love. You know what I'm saying?
0: They love the American flair. Um, but you know, Phil's American Flair just didn't quite do it, but you gotta love Stenson. So, um, I don't know. I, I think it, it's, it's one of the most memorable performances in major, in, in, in golf history. I mean, that is, I'm going to be watching that on repeat, you know, on the golf channel when they show it, because like you said, it was a video game.
1: Golf's greatest rounds on golf channel. Incredible. And, incredible yeah.
0: programming. Yeah. So watch it all the time. So that was great. And. You know, like you know, like you said, the PGA is now it, – it, it's the quickest it's ever been here. It's usually it's usually a month gap between the majors, but now it's just uh, well, two yeah, weeks. For
1: the listeners, because of the crazy schedule this year with the Ryder Cup and Olympics, it's got pushed up a little bit. And before we move on to the PGA real quick, can we just talk about how insane Phil Mickelson is and how good he is, yet how crazy he is at the same time? I mean, think about his Putting history grips? with two drivers in the bag, all these crazy tinkering. He changed his putting grip on various holes throughout yeah. the final round in bogey-free golf.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think if anybody's watched Phil's whole career, he's putted every kind of way, and he's—I I, I think he can make a case for, you know, for cross-handed, for the paintbrush, for the cloth. Wow. I mean, I mean, conventional. He's used the blade. He's used the mount. He even tried the belly. I mean. Uh, yeah, I yeah, I, I can't do two grips in one round and in no. let alone in a major championship.
1: <laughs> no, and we don't want you changing that grip, Matt. You're already rolling <laughs> it quite nice. Okay. Yeah, well, I That's, did
0: go to I did I did go to cross handed this year. Oh. Yeah. Oh, and it's, well maybe uh,
1: we can talk about that uh maybe we can dedicate a segment of that for the future. You know, really take it, you through that progression.
0: Yeah, Matt Sir cross handed putting why you should do it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so Baltus, Roll, Matt. Yeah. Um, Well, we're we're back. What makes the PGA Championship even that special? It's weird. So the Masters is, obviously, you hear the the music. It's (laughs) the first major of the year. Same course, the green jacket. What's better than the Masters, really? Um, U.S. Open, the toughest test. Open Championship, it's where it all started. Across the world, you wake up, it's on. You go to bed, it's on. There's nothing better than the cleric jug. But what is,
0: what's the PGA? Well, Evan, I think it's I think it's a good question. I, I think a lot of people think, at least the you know, us fans, this is mm, maybe not the coolest major out of the four. Um, but this is the professionals' golf tournament. You know, this is pros only. As you'll see in the other majors, you know, they've got qualified. You know, it's, the Masters is an invite, but there's a lot of there's past winners, so there's old guys that playing it. Uh, there's amateurs that playing it. Um, this is professionals only. Um, so what? You, what and we're, now, now we're not talking about just guys who play on the PGA Tour. We're talking about your local country club pros, um, and they've got some separate qualifiers for them to get into the PGA Championship. But it's pretty cool when you see, you know, you get guys from New York, Wisconsin, you know, California. There's been guys from Chicago. You know, Mike Small, head coach of uh, University of Illinois. Sure, he's played in this thing millions of times. So that's different about that. So, and it's you know, if you're a pro, whether you're you know, Phil Mickelson or you know, a local pro at your head golf club or your driving range. You know, it's it's like a it's like a fraternity. So that, that I think that's neat. But I guess other than the trophy being the biggest, Evan, um that wanna maker. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah. It's uh,
1: it's like the Stanley <laughs> Cup, Matt.
0: Which I know yeah. you're
1: familiar with, unfortunately, being a yep. Blackhawks Cox guy, you know. It, it's like gotta, voicing that thing. Yep.
0: Well, the blues will get it. It's just we're not sure when. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so it's you know it, it, this tournament like the U.S. Open and the British Open, it rotates every year to a different course. Um, usually low scores win this thing, um, but it is glory's last shot. You know it's the it's the final major, and it can make it, it can certainly make a season for a player. Yeah, you know a lot, a lot of these good players who have maybe not played as well as they'd like to so far this year, you, know, you come out and you win this thing, and you're going to pro- propel yourself into the FedEx Cup standings and. And maybe some more confidence for the Ryder Cup, whether you're American or European.
1: Might even get um, you in.
0: Yeah. But I know, Ev, you're pretty pretty passionate about the British Open and the Masters. And those are your two favorites, right?
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, you'd think I'd be passionate about the U.S. Open because it's our national open, and I am. I love seeing pros shoot over par. I think it's fun to see them grind. But there's nothing like the green jacket and the claret jug. There's something – you hear that music – uh and it's the first major of the year for a lot of people it's the start of the golf season um for us golf nuts you know we're we're thinking about it all year long but for the average fan the masters is really where it begins Um, yep you know i've created some replica green jackets
0: before trying to make
1: the masters happen you know i've done that
0: yeah yeah that's a side business yeah
1: sure Uh (laughs) a lot of money coming in for it too you know but uh um
0: but I, 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 think you know we can la- we can make our own judgments and laugh about what our favorite majors are. But to the players, it's all the same. They all mean the same, mm-hmm. and they all have equal importance. So, um, guys, got you know you know it, 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 are we going to see a heavy you know a heavy hitter win it this week? Or are we going to see a, a first time major winner? Um, I think there's a lot of good storylines. It's just crazy that the we were just talking about the British Open. It seemed like yesterday we were on the par train. You know, well, it's like <laughs> <laughs> just plugging along, you know. But but it's at Baltusrol, and we were just talking about Phil. Well, when the PGA was held here in two thousand five at Baltusrol, Phil won it, and he that did. was at, at the time in his career where he started to win majors. And when the Masters the year before, he comes in and wins the PGA. When the Masters the year after, he had not won a major for you know fifteen years into his career, and then he just starts winning them in bunches. And this is one of the harder PGA courses. I think he shot four under. Was it that yeah, year?
1: Four under. And I mean, this thing, this yeah. thing's 7,400 yards, par 70.
0: Par 34 on the front, and yep. par 36 on the back. That's very rare.
1: You know why it's par 36 on the back, Matthew?
0: Give it to me, Evans.
1: <laughs> 17 and 18. Okay, this isn't conventional. Okay, it's just <laughs> like Phil's claw grip. This is not convention on most golf courses. Okay, but it ends par 5, par 5. And the 17th hole, 650 yard, par 5. Okay, most yeah. par fives have uh, more birdies than anything. This par five has more bogeys than anything, and I believe the only player to ever reach this green in two was John Daly.
0: Well, I don't know if that's correct, Evan. I think a couple. I think a couple people did actually. They, they, well, Davis Love. Are loves, you challenging my <laughs> sources? I sound like I don't watch the Golf Channel. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, bring it to me, man. I want to hear it. Prove me wrong. Chamblee Navalo. You know, sure. that's that's all the crew on them. No, but I think Davis Love in 2005, at least he was greenside, um, and V J in 2005. I mean, these guys were hoisting up three woods. But the point is, it's a hard one to get to, and it's long. It's very, very long. Very long golf course. And I think, you know, are, are we looking at some of the longer hitters, especially, you know, all four days? You know, because those holes are going to, I think are going to, it's going to be great drama. You yeah. You know, when you have two par fives.
1: I mean, for sure, it's. I think it. We're all hoping for it all to come down to seventeen and eighteen, for sure. Um, I think it's the type of course. It's it's like the pinnacle of a major championship course. It kind of reminds me of Oakmont and the style of the course. Obviously, not as as lightning fast greens and not as tough as Oakmont. It's the hardest course in the U.S. But um, Baltusrol has thick rough. It's long, and they basically set up their their there are obstacles around the course and the hazards so that you can't really just bomb it everywhere. They force players to lay up, um, due to fairway bunkers and such. And I read something yep. earlier that I think this course suits players who really flush the two, the 180 to 220 yard shots. Cause a lot of the approach shots tend to be that distance. Yep. Um, so yeah, it's going to be, uh, it's, it's going to be close, Matthew. It's going to be exciting.
0: Yep. I mean I think I think we're I think we're looking at guys who really can you know who've really been strong with hitting greens and regulation this year. Guys who can hit it high. Yep. Um so Amazing and there's today. plenty there's plenty of guys that can do that, Ev.
1: There is. Should we should we just start rapid firing?
0: Um <laughs> yeah. I mean for for those of you who don't know, we're uh <laughs> we're rapid fire guys. We're uh we we're just trying to, you know, get this train moving, you know. So I say we just dive right into it here, Ev. So we're gonna shoot a couple questions at each other and kind of talk it through. But uh, you know, go with your gut. All right, Ev. So more likely to this week, Phil keeping the same grip or Stenson missing the cut? Wow! This is question one. Wow! I mean, <laughs> I you mean. are
1: starting off the train in another gear, aren't you? This one, uh, yeah. this one's uh, tough. Okay. It's rapid fire, so i got to be quick. Here we go. I say Phil is more likely to change his grip, and Stenson is going to miss the cut. I'm going to take the grip is going to change for Phil, and here's why. I mean, let's look at last time. The guy, you never know what he's going to do. I would rather say that Stenson gets complacent because he just won a major, and it's really hard mentally to get back and try and win another one. So I don't think there's any way that Phil keeps the same grip all week. I'm going with that one.
0: So you think he's, but but Ev, you think he's going to change in the same round, or you think it's going to be just different from maybe day to day, so to speak? I think he can because he it changed mid-round. his grip in the final round of the British Open.
1: Zero bogeys. <laughs> so I say Stenson's more likely to miss the cut than Phil to keep the same grip all week.
0: <laughs> you know, Ev, What do you I think I think Stenson's missing the cut. I, I'll take I'll, Stenson missing the cut. I think Phil has has got everything in place with his game. He's going to keep it strict and sound i think stenson's dry cleaning is still overseas i mean yeah I, mean, I mean i think i think he's still hung over i mean
1: he's not gonna be <laughs> he's not gonna feel like he's at home let's be honest okay I, his clothes I mean, aren't there his I, cleric jugs with him that's all he's got
0: i think it's complete bs that this guy didn't have, get to do a proper victory tour after winning a major it's you true. know what i mean i mean usually you should get to go on talk shows i mean It's like he's got to plan another one of these things. I just won. I just won the British Open. You know. I know. So, okay. You know. You know. Not sure if that was a. This is rapid fire. But okay, I I got one.
1: I got one for you. I just thought one. You ready? Go. We got to go faster. This is rapid fire. Okay. (laughs) Okay. So, would you rather win the career Grand Slam? So that's every. That's four majors in your career, but every major. Mm -hmm. Only five players have done that in their life. Or seven majors, no Grand Slam. Ah, uh, Ev, you know. Uh, um, Ev, you know what? I'm, Make it eight majors. Double uh, the majors. Eight majors, no Grand Slam, or the Grand Slam, four.
0: Ev, if you're doubling the majors on me, I'm going to say, you know what? I'm taking eight. I'll take the eight majors and no career Grand Slam. Okay. What about you?
1: You know what? I was the same originally. I was thinking about it. I've been thinking about this for a long time, Matthew, okay? Um, I would love to just win like four Masters, four Open Championships. Mm-hmm. But when I heard myself say that there's only five that's ever done it, and you win every one of them, I don't know. I think I'm, I am i got to go Grand Slam. Give me that Grand Slam. You know, you I want- started as a baseball player. Let me finish this one. You know what I'm saying?
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, for the listeners there, um, <laughs> uh, that's a good reference. Um, Evan, I think you can go both ways here, but – at the end of the day, you're, there's a list, and there's guys that who won eight, who won nine, who won ten. It's all they get to 18. Eight compared to four? What did we say, Evan? You agree with me. They all are equally the same. I know. But I love your passions. I mean, there's a reason why there's only five, you know, five guys have done it because it's so hard to win in all these different kinds of conditions.
1: Yep, shows that you're a complete player. I'm in. Give me yep. that legacy. Okay, okay, number three. You ready? Uh, yeah, go. Okay. What's a better <laughs> chance? Sergio winning the PGA this week, winning his first major, arguably one of the best players to not win a major,
0: or
1: the USA winning the Ryder Cup?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I don't know if the USA is ever going to win the Ryder Cup again. No, I'm kidding. Okay, be
1: careful there. Mm -hmm. Put it
0: kind of seriously. Um, Since we're talking about this year, you know, Ev, I, you know, dude, I think Sergio's got a better chance. I, if you compare the U.S. team to the European team, I don't think we. I just don't think we. We continue to stack up. I know it's in America this year in team, you know the Ryder Cup, but I know I'm going with Sergio just because he's playing so well. He's playing so well in the majors. Is he cursed? Maybe. But he's third in greens in regulation. He's third in greens in regulation this year, and I think that's an important stat for this week. I'm going with Sergio winning the PGA.
1: Wow. You better have him in your picks then. Some, some, now, some, some now people call pidginal. me a
0: European. Some people call me a European. Go ahead. You know, I'm not, I don't care.
1: <laughs> okay, that's, that's a bold <laughs> statement. You better have him in your picks. Um, not to be like Kornheiser and Wilbon on, pardon the interruption, but i got to go <laughs> USA winning the Ryder Cup. I think Sergio, I think he's got a great chance. I think he could be in contention. But at the end of the day, every time I watch him when he's in contention, he bogeys something from 15 to 17. I think he is absolutely complacent and happy with being in contention and saying that he played well in the majors. But I just don't know if he is that mentally strong to finally get it. And you said USA finally got uh, Davis Love. As back as our our captain, I think the, yeah. the guys are fired up. They love them, and it's on U.S. soil. Let's do this, you know.
0: Yeah, I just think it's in the Americans' heads. I mean, I mean, Davis can show remember the Titans all he wants, but <laughs> something mentally's got to click. So, yeah, okay. What,
1: when was the last time the uh, Ryder Cup was in the uh, U.S.? What course was that, Matthew? Ah, uh,
0: yeah, I'm trying to blank. Evan, tell me.
1: I think it was Medina. <laughs> Chicago. Uh, That's right. That's right. Was there. Tuesday practice round. Okay, One of the best sports weekends of my life. It was my birthday. Cardinals-Cubs on Saturday. You took us front row seats.
0: Thank you very much. That was fun.
1: Uh, Rams-Bears. We don't talk about the Rams anymore, but what a weekend. Ryder Cup on that Tuesday. Incredible weekend.
0: Yeah, except they blew it. Okay? Mm -hmm. We blew it. Anyways, great weekend for Evan Singer and Ryan Winehouse. We love you, Ryan. Um, But, Okay. Well, that's our first rapid-fire uh, concluding there. I think that was kind of fun.
1: That was fun. i got to <laughs> say it was invigorating. I hope the uh, listeners didn't, didn't get too freaked out about how fast we were moving there. You know, sometimes the train's got a few gears. You know, um,
0: I, we really like to line up our putts, pre-shot routine, a few practice swings. <laughs> you know, we're, we're methodical guys. So. I
1: love it. Okay, Matt, give us your two picks, two sleepers.
0: Two picks? I mean, I mean I've mean, been, been, got a theme here. It's Phil. First pick. Wow. He's, I just think when when Phil is hot, when Phil is in the zone, it he he's as dangerous as anybody. He proved that last week. It started at the, it started at the World Series, finished through tight t twenty seven. He always peaks his game for the majors. I think the swing changes with Andrew Getson too, he's doing. He just looks he looks great. I like Phil. He's you know he's one he's one um, and he doesn't need to make a million birdies. So his stats, and I really like his short game stats. Top 10, strokes gained on the greens. Um, the sand saves are up there. And you called me out. I'm going with Sergio as well. Wow. Number three in greens and regulation. I think that's such a huge stat. I think, I think at this point in Sergio's career, I don't think the pressure is on him anymore. Um, I think it's just a matter of just doing it. I mean, I think there was a lot of pressure t- eight, ten years ago, especially when the Tiger days. Um, I, I like him. I like him. He, you know, he played, played great at the Open. So those, Phil and Sergio, two picks, two sleepers. I don't know if this guy's a sleeper, but you know, not, the average listener doesn't know who he is. But Tony Finau, how good is this guy playing? Yeah, um, wow. I mean, yeah, third and driving distance. Um, really like Tony's game. He, he's just super consistent. And I tell you, I've, you know, I'm in a couple of these different pools, and he's getting picked earlier and earlier you know, by people, by, you know, by guys, just because of how consistent he is. I I think, I guess he's a sleeper, but you know, we're gonna go with him, and his distance is gonna play a huge factor at this golf course, especially. And if it rains, they're calling for scattered storms. The bombers are gonna are 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 gonna shine.
1: Bomb away, bombs away. All right, Ev, Ev, you want
0: my last sleeper? Yeah, let's hear it. Yeah, his name's Steve Stricker. Okay. Wow. Wow. Heard of of him? Midwest. (laughs) Think I have.
1: Wisconsin. Wisconsin guy.
0: Fighting line. sure. play them. Um, <laughs> Steve Stricker has a really fun stat going right now: twenty-one straight cuts in the majors. Wow. Yeah, you like that one? And yeah. he played not too shabby over at your favorite course, Troom. Royal Troom. Yep. So I think he's a guy. You know, you want, you, you, like I said, you get in a pool, you need a guy who's going to be who's going to make the cut, who's going to, you know, finish in the top twenty-five, maybe in the top ten. Maybe he'll win. He doesn't have a major. Who knows? He's a grinder. I'm going with Steve.
1: Love it. Okay, so you want two for me. Let's do this. Um, yeah. So I like your picks because they're a little bit unconventional, maybe not the guys. Well, Phil, obviously. Um, but I, if these are my picks for guys who I think will actually win, they're not going to be surprising or new, but I think, I think DJ is going to get his second. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's not a surprise. He's playing better than anyone right now. He has more top tens than anyone Two wins in the last what four weeks, um, four to five weeks, and this course. What we talked about, he's long, he's accurate, and I've looked at stats this week as we talked about. Long irons are going to be key, and he is, I believe, in the top twenty of greens and regulations from two hundred plus yards. Um, key stat. Key stat. Key stat. I think DJ is going to be in the mix. I mean, even look at last week. Look at the Open Championship. He wasn't. People even uh, was thinking he wasn't even playing well. And he finished in the top ten again. Like you he's th- just finding a way to to stick around, and even when he doesn't have his best stuff, it's better than most. And that's so you how th- you know it's better. You
0: think he's going to be number one by the end of the week? You know, you know think what? He's gonna, you think he's going to overtake Jason Day? God,
1: I can't believe you're calling me out on that because Jason Day is my favorite golfer. Uh-huh. Um, you know, I've been following him long before he's number one. Met him a couple times when I worked with TaylorMade. He's he's the nicest guy. He's the best. Born in the same year, '87. What's good. Um, wow. <laughs> but yeah, I think, I think he might be the number one player in the world after this, which pains me to say, I, I really wish Jason, like my heart tells me that I hope Jason Day wins over him. Um, but DJ is just so dialed right now. Okay. Number two, uh, he wasn't the popular pick as of late because of his comments to the media <laughs> a couple weeks ago, but I really think what he's won two in the last four years.
0: You know who I'm talking about? Yeah, I think I know who you're talking about.
1: I think it's got to be Rory. Okay? Think about this. He had, was it top five?
0: Yeah. At Troon? Top five yeah. at Troon. Just a quiet top five.
1: Top five at French. Won the Irish Open.
0: He was, um, top, he, was, he was top ten at the Masters this year, too, wasn't he?
1: You know what? I don't know if he was top ten at the Masters. We'll have to look that top up.
0: Top the U.S. Open, maybe? I, think, I feel like he's got two top tens this year.
1: I don't know. We'll have to, we'll we'll, we'll uh, ping the stats guy halfway through. Maybe he's get it by the end of the um, he, he, show. But hit I just good. think he is as good of a dri- driver. If anybody's going to rival DJ in the driving, it's him. And the fact that nobody's really talking about him, like obviously he's up there, but uh, he obviously knows how to win the PGA. And when you keep getting close and you keep getting close, it's only a matter of time uh, until you okay. break through. Okay. So All I right. think. Rory McElroy could be a five-time major winner at the end of this weekend, which would be crazy. Okay, sleepers? I want them, Evan. This guy technically may not be considered a sleeper, Matthew, but he's been playing like shit all year, let's be honest. <laughs> he's spending a lot of time on his stand-up paddleboard oh, in Mercedes commercials.
0: I know what you're on doing. On <laughs>
1: Snapchat with different actors. I've told other friends I don't think he's focused this year.
0: But I've got yeah. a couple
1: reasons is why I'm picking Ricky Fowler.
0: He's a SoCal guy. They, okay. you know, they get a little spacey out there. I don't know. You know Ricky you
1: Fowler know. is not only great with the long irons, He his his actual finish at the Open Championship is not indicative to how he played. This is the first time that he's been in contention at a major all year, which I think is really symbolic and important because... It gives you that sense as a player and that confidence of, okay, I'm finally back, right? I'm I'm finally in contention again at a big tournament, which -hmm. is a huge boost of confidence. And then guess what, Matthew? You know, I'm here for the par train folks and all the passengers that hop on, and I'm scouring social channels to try and find little tidbits. And guess what I saw the other day, last week? I'm on uh, Snapchat, you know, one of my favorite platforms
0: you're one, the, see, you're one of the one of the pros You'll- i
1: see justin thomas's snapchat hashtag sad face, posting a scorecard between him and ricky a little match play uh-huh. justin thomas shot a 68 guess what ricky fowler shot 64 61
0: 61
1: he's dropping a 61 late last week and he was in contention at the open championship it's because he hits his long irons well you kidding me
0: it's because he had his shirt off and a few corona lights in him. He's just, you know, no pressure. You know, I don't think his head's right. I think you're reaching. I uh, really think you're I reaching. I
1: think anywhere, I don't care who it's, if it's with your buddies or not, you shoot a 61. It means you're hitting a lot of good golf shots, okay? Second sleeper, really quick, my man, the Duffmeister, okay? Jason He's okay? He's won this thing. He's won the PGA Championship, okay? He was in contention at Troon. He got a top eight a few weeks ago, and or he finished eight, tied for eighth, and he's been in contention off and on all year, and this is the first year in a few where he's kind of getting his swagger back, and he's the type of golfer that just throws it out there. He's actually really good 200 yards out as well with his long irons.
0: You and your 200, 200 stats. It's, huh?
1: one, it's my stat. I think the, the yeah. way the cool. course is set up, it's forcing layups and long irons in.
0: We're holding you to it. Um, I like Duff. I think Duff is. I think Duffner is good anywhere. It just comes down to his putting. He's yeah, such true. a. I don't even know if you call him a streaky putter. I mean, it can go from bad to worse, but you know, he he. I mean, he, he's got a he's got a Hogan like Hogan-esque swing. He is such a consistent ball striker. So I think you're kind of pitching to the audience that you know he's going to put himself in. He, he's going to ball strike the hell out of the golf ball
1: course. Ball strike the hell out of the golf course. Yeah. Okay.
0: Well, okay. There it, is, <laughs> there it is, folks. I mean, the picks are in. Wait, I got uh, one more for you. <laughs> oh, you always do this. Not even a
1: sleeper. I got a question.
0: I, oh, hit, hit me.
1: Pick a winner this week, but the winner becomes your instant best friend if he wins. <laughs> so it's a combination of who do you want to be friends with and who do you think could win? Who do you want to win and who do you want to be best friends with? BFFs.
0: But it's, but it's got to be somebody who we think could win.
1: You know what? Or, Forget that. Or, who do you want to win? Just anybody. your best friend.
0: <laughs> well, you know, I'll, I'll be – if you want to be completely honest with you, Evan, I'll tell you who it is, okay? Mm-hmm. It's a man who's actually not playing this week. Whoa. He's, he was just playing last week in the senior British Open. He came in second. Miguel Angel Jimenez, Okay. <laughs>
1: See, now you're just going outside the question. He's not even playing. But go ahead. Go ahead. I'll let you have your little moment.
0: Did you hear what he said uh, after Saturday night? I missed it. He was in the lead. They asked him, what are you going to do tonight to prep? He said he's going to have a fat cigar and a single malt. Wow. Uh,
1: <laughs> I bet you it wasn't monkey shoulder because that's a little blend.
0: I mean, so if you're, you know, if I could you know, hang out with a winner on the DJ Tour, European Tour, and become instant best friends and live that lifestyle. I've got to go with Miguel, but if it's somebody playing this week, who do I think's like just really cool? I'll tell you i wouldn't I probably wouldn't pick Jim Furyk. he seems kind of, he, he seems kind of boring um
1: yeah, you don't want to see him with that hat off real white, you know
0: yeah, I definitely wouldn't pick Bubba, no time for that guy nope. um, I don't know ev I mean I think I think i i, I, I how do you not say Ricky Fowler?
1: <laughs> I mean you'd be all over that snapchat
0: I mean are you I guess I guess that's a safe pick, going with Ricky. Um, okay. I don't know, though. Beef's pretty fun. Um, oh, Andrew Johnson, <laughs> huh? Have <laughs> you seen this guy?
1: This guy's great. <laughs> got that beard. Uh, I thought about picking him this week, actually. We still got time. We
0: could. Was, we, you, I mean, you love to just pick. Um, I'm going with Ricky. I'm going okay. with Ricky. He just does a little bit of everything. All right, but, I'm
1: between two guys, Matthew. You ready?
0: Please. Yep.
1: I'd either go Stenson, just in the fact that I could go out and drink out of the Claret Jug, Ooh. or yeah. I'd go Smiley Kaufman because that kid, that rookie, is the man. He's a Bama uh, native, went to LSU. He, a lot of people don't remember this, but he was the one in the final group with Spieth, and they're all buddies. He was obviously on the spring break crew that we all wish that we could be on. I, I want to say, I just want a chance I really think that we'd all get along. <laughs> I kind of want to get in this crew of Justin Thomas, Smiley Kaufman, Ricky Fowler. Hit well, up your private jet.
0: You're an LA guy. They might you might run into them. I mean, I would love it. You know, I don't know. i more I think about this. I think the Europeans would be just so much fun. These guys know how to party. They know how to dress. You know, I mean, hanging out with Westwood and you know,
1: <laughs> yeah, that would be pretty great. Actually, <laughs> Danny Willett, you know, sure. And, um, Play that baby cut all day long.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, just hold it off and, and uh, win the Masters. Um, so we can talk about this all day, but the point is, I think what we're trying to say is we would just love to be not necessarily just on the PGA tour, but in the inner circle of a PGA tour. P- excuse me, PGA tour <laughs> Man, star. Those,
1: those super stores are great. <laughs> I'm not going to deny that. I wouldn't mind going in there, getting I'd a couple like to, gear.
0: You know, I'd like to work part time. You know, just to get sure. free free equipment, but can't do it. Um, you know so, what's
1: funny about that question, Matthew, is if someone was back playing, I think you
0: might have said Tiger. <laughs> oh well, Ev, as we all know, Tiger did announce earlier this. Oh, last nice segue. <laughs> well, I mean, I take this topic seriously. You know, you didn't want to discuss it, and uh, on the train in episode one, but he just he finally said, "I'm not playing in the PGA." It's a little bit of little by little the whole year. Oh, I'm not playing in this. I'm not playing in that. Well. Yep. He's out for the rest of the year, and that's a fact. Whole year. Um, Ev, uh, I'll do a quick rapid-fire just on Tiger for you. What is the bigger hurdle, his physical health or his mental health for the year 2017? Mental. I agree.
1: And here's why. He is arguably the best player that's ever played, okay? You take a look at his records, it's unbelievable. It was like 682 days at number one. Do you know how – Absurd straight days, or no weeks? Six hundred eighty-two weeks. Sorry, huge difference.
0: Um, um, we don't talk about this guy's statistics. Okay, so everybody
1: knows, <laughs> but the the fact that you could be that good and win a major with a broken leg and forget how to chip the ball and I just I don't know. I I told you at last time in episode one. I love watching the interviews. I love to get a sense of where someone's head's at. Yep. Get a sense for their energy and and their overall attitude, I can just, I feel sorry for Tiger every time he goes to a tournament. I just can't imagine being that good for so long and going to tournaments and not knowing where the ball is going. I mean, to be that good, he's just putting so, you can tell he has the weight of the world on his shoulders, and he hasn't learned yet, in my opinion, he hasn't learned how to just play. He hasn't remembered how to just play. He's putting so much pressure on himself that he needs to forget about the record forget about being good and just get back to just playing shots and like find a way to be in contention and then sooner or later if he's if he can play I mean that's the next question isn't it is he gonna win another major is that the is that the
0: question well Evan I don't disagree with anything you're saying but you know I think we're both agreeing on his mental state but physically the guy's got problems with his body he's broken I mean, the knee surgeries, the back surgeries, you know, you all the stuff that's come out about his, you know, Navy SEAL training, all this stuff, I mean, oh. his, his body's broken, but, you know, his, his body's been broken, his head's been broken, and his golf swing's been broken. Okay, so when I say mental, I think he needs to figure out what kind of, how he wants to swing the golf club. Mm. Now, look, I don't think he can swing it like he did in 1999 and 2000. He, he can't, but he shouldn't have never went to Sean Foley. You know, and then you know, who's he with? Chris Como Now yeah. he's so he, he, he he's so mechanically, you know, he, he yeah,
1: way he's too be, mechanical.
0: He's just become a tech. He's become an extreme technician, but he's got to figure out and he's got to commit to swinging swinging the golf club. But at least it's something natural, you know, like you know, whether it's a blend of the Haney and Butch days. Yeah, uh, I think he's. I think he. I think he's got to free up his takeaway a little bit. Got you know, he just looks—he looks so stiff out there, doesn't he? And um, so I think he's—I think I think that's the biggest thing. He's got to decide, you know, I've got to get you know, I got to get some more feel back in my golf game.
1: I got a crazy stat for you, and I got a crazy prediction. That's crazy it. stat is I love Tiger stats. Woods has had more surgeries than top ten since
0: 2014.
1: Wow! How about that for a stat, folks? Well, <laughs> I mean.
0: But what is crazy, too, though, Evan, in 2013, he won five times. I know. Five times. Do you know, how, you know how hard it? We know how hard it is as fans to win three or four times for these PGA Tour players. He won five times. Nobody remembers that. He was working with Foley. I still didn't like it. But it just shows you how talented he was. So talented. He was, he was pretty healthy that year. So, uh, you know, I think he was committed to that swing. It wasn't the right swing, but he was committed to it. And, you know, he was somewhat healthy. So, Ev, here we go. I think we can can sum it up with Tiger. Now, is he going to play in all four majors next year?
1: I think he will, and here's my prediction. He plays in all four majors. He kind of has a good Thursday, Friday at the Masters, then kind of fades off, Um, struggles a bit throughout the year, and then guess what happens in August 2017 at Quail Hollow? He gets number 15, Okay, so. He finds his way all year, gets his first major the, at Quail Hollow, where he won Wells Fargo in 2007, knows the course. Sure. And uh, I think it's going to take him a full year of competitive golf, and hopefully he's taken all the time he needs to come back slow, make sure his body's right, and hopefully finds his way to just play free again and win the last major of 2017
0: i mean I, I don't think he wins a major next year um, i think I, I, I think he i think he plays fourteen or fifteen tournaments do
1: you think he ever I, wins one again
0: i th- um, i don't know if you had asked me right now no wow. i don't I guess we'll have to see what he looks like right see the i think um, I think there's a chance he might win a tournament next year um, but you know if he can't get a, at least a consistent schedule of playing, you know, a couple tournaments in a row or whatever, he's always going to be off. So I guess we're going to, you know, we're always going to talk about Tiger, but we got it. We I love to see what that swing is going to look like next year. But right now, Evan, he's never winning a major again.
1: <laughs> hey, you heard it here first, folks. Not like you never heard this topic before. But Matthew Cermak just made a statement. Okay,
0: um, that's going to be a great week, Evan. We got a great P- We got a great PGA Championship week. It's going to be a ton of fun. Um, you know, we're, we're, you know, I'm sure you're going to be watching it, oh, yeah. you know, tuning in. But uh, what's, what else is going on with you?
1: Well, um, it, I just got some weird news this morning. Uh, my arch rival uh, and nemesis, the Chicago Cubs, you know, oh. this year for the first time in what feels like 100, is uh, leading the NL Central. And they just got a top-notch closer from the Yanks over in New York. Is that true?
0: Is his last name Chapman?
1: <laughs> I, th- I think it is, and I know how excited you are. So let me just stop you right there, okay? I know what you're doing, and I know what the Cubs are doing. They're saying, God, we got something going right now, and we know how the Cardinals play in the second half. We just need to try and win this year and just cut off this 100-plus year drop. But let me tell you, you really put it to, to us in the first half but what's happened since the All-Star break? Have the Cardinals started to win close games? Have the Has Adam Wainwright, our ace, started to pitch like an ace again? Are we, as of right now, going to win the wild card, but hopefully really give you a, a run for your money? Don't forget about that series August 11th through the 14th in Chicago, that four-game series between uh-huh. Cardinals-Cubs at Wrigley.
0: Folks, I mean, folks, You're listening to this delusion right there. You know, I mean, I mean, we we love Evan, but he's delusional. You're delusional, Evan. I mean, yes, you're you're (laughs) seven and a half back right now, and you're celebrating. I mean, I mean, I I thought this was Cardinals were a rich history of of winning. You know, they won so much, and now this is what it's come to. How pumped you are to be seven and a half back.
1: Well, I'm not pumped about the 7.5 back, but I'm pumped (laughs) to see the team starting to actually play, okay? We are third in the NL in run differential, and we're definitely not third in record. Um, So it's just the law of averages, Matthew. It's going to turn around, and we're going to give you a run for your money, and here's why. You want to know why we're going to give you a run for your money come uh, September? Is that
0: Skip Skip Bayless over there? Who am I talking to right now? (laughs) It's because
1: (laughs) you guys haven't done it before. And when, you, when you're on top all year long and it starts to get close to come the end, the nerves start to surface and all the pressure resides on that 100-year monkey on your shoulder. Okay, we've
0: done it. We've been there. You Cardinal fans are living in a bubble. Who <laughs> did you guys lose to convincingly in the first round of the playoffs last year?
1: Don't remind me, okay? That was, okay, so, not,
0: so that that was not good. To- but that's you already, know what? That's already been taken care of. Obviously, it is about who gets hot in the playoffs. But this team with Chapman now, and we got Montgomery from Seattle. We had two lefties in our bullpen. We move everyone down. I mean, I mean, you know, we don't need to talk about Chris Bryant or Anthony Rizzo. You know, Dexter Fowler's healthy. Evan, even you know <laughs> this team. Now they got to stay healthy. But I don't think we've ever seen a midseason move like this. Most people say, don't touch the team, don't do anything. Jed Hoyer and Theo Epstein, these guys are serious, and I love it. I love it, Evan.
1: Yeah, well, hopefully we, I think we'll add probably a, a mid-reliever, add a little depth. Um, we also got to get Trevor Rosenthal in shape a little bit. His, his game at the end, uh, his, his closing abilities have been shaky all year. Hopefully we can help him find his command. But I'm telling you what, I'm not, I'm not making any crazy claims, but I know it's going to be close come September, and that's all I want. It's like any golfer on Sunday. You just hope to be in contention. I know we're going to be in contention. God, and all I hope for is a, so is a many playoff times. series. Okay, yeah. if we have a playoff series, I might fly out. We can have the par train show in Chicago. Uh, it'll be. It could be great.
0: Ev, let's just end the suspense. You guys aren't going to make the playoffs. We are. I'll let you jump on the bandwagon. And when the Cubs win it all, we can have a huge party. Okay. Yeah, that's not gonna happen. Okay. Those okay. logos, it's not my style. I'll, I like the red and white. I'll fly you up from LA. We'll get you a Cubs we'll get you a Cubs hat, maybe some socks and we'll, we'll enjoy okay, that's the, enough. We'll enjoy hey. the end of the trout. <laughs> anyway <laughs> But that's not the only thing that's happening in Chicago these days, Evan. I was at the Coldplay concert last night. I oh. gotta I, I gotta get this on the air. And as a big fan for a lot of years, this is my first time seeing him. They were unbelievable, and I know you've seen them before, and you're another big fan of Chris and the boys. And they lit up Soldier Field. It was absolutely spectacular, Evan. I mean, they, you know, I, I, they are right up there with you two for me in just arena stadium shows. Absolutely incredible. I tell anyway. you what,
1: the way that Chris Martin runs around the stage, spinning around, I don't know how he stays upright. you think he'd get dizzy.
0: No. Around, but then he's playing guitar. He's on the piano. The band's moving around. They're playing their acoustic instruments. Got these bracelets on. The whole place is lit up. I tell you what, it was a great way to spend a Sunday night in the Second City. Tunnel. Did,
1: did they play Fix You? Everyone they, sung along?
0: They played Fix You. They oh. played Yellow, Scientist, great Vita, Vita. It was great a good moment. Good mix of the catalog. No, it was it was it was absolutely incredible. Sounds but like an um, adventure
1: of a lifetime. See what I'm well, doing there? Yeah, I see what
0: you're doing, you're <laughs> you're good at you're good at it. Um, <laughs> but um, no, I have, you know you know. I think uh, with the PGA this week, I will say this: I'm gonna be hitting the links also on Saturday morning, playing early, seven seven thirty tee time.
1: Love it. What's um, better than playing early, coming back and watching a major?
0: I'm um, maybe having a cold beer along with you, watching yep. the major. Um, <laughs>
1: Love that. Point, <laughs> point to Matthew. You know what? That's a great point. I'll probably be – well, hopefully I'll be playing. Um, I'm going to Las Vegas uh, from Thursday to Sunday with the lady and her family. Oh. Uh, we like to sleep in on this trip. Been once before, but I think I might bring the sticks. There's a golf course in Las Vegas, 15 minutes so- off the strip, called Royal Lynx Golf Club. That is a Scotland replica, a Lynx course in Las Vegas. Can you You, can you love Royal
0: Troon. I get it. You want the Royal Lynx. But did you say sleep in in Vegas? I've never heard of that. What, what, what do you mean?
1: Yeah, they like to uh, <laughs> you know catch up on sleep. It's not the traditional Las Vegas trip. You know, It's <laughs> relaxing, pool are going time. To, are we
0: going to Branson or Las Vegas? <laughs> I'm confused. But, oh, man. We'll I hope we'll help you hit it well out there.
1: Yeah. Uh, you just let me know if you have any people you want me to place a bet on for you while I'm there. Uh, might even play some Cardinal bets as well. A little four game series versus the Rangers, I believe.
0: Remember, we were playing Pie Gow out there for uh, Ryan's bachelor Party? That was good fun.
1: Incredible. You can play all day, get free drinks. Incredible uh, tip for everyone out in Vegas. Uh, little Pie Gow.
0: <laughs> In case you didn't know.
1: Little Pie Hmm. Heard of it? We have. Okay. Yeah. Matthew, this is episode two. Do you believe it?
0: We're already done. I I I feel like the train is is going eighty miles per hour right now, and we're on the tracks. We're on the tracks.
1: I feel like the value of the par train tickets keep going up, and people keep trying to get on, and we just got to keep making our stops. We got to keep letting people on. If people are saying fire has it, forget it. Let's pack those <laughs> overhead containers. Let's get everybody on, shall we? Yeah.
0: I don't know. You know who's going to be our first, who's gonna be our first guest? I mean, I, people are knocking at the door right now.
1: We got to <laughs> talk about it.
0: But, you know, you know, ticket prices are going up. So, <laughs> you know, we're, we're excited. This is great, Ev. I'm pumped. We got the PGA. Gloria's last shot. Let's Here we it. go.
1: All right. So you guys can follow us on at the par train on Twitter. Uh, who knows? We might even create a website soon.
0: You know, we're just going <laughs> to let
1: things kind of come, as you know, as maybe, they come.
0: Maybe an Instagram handle. Mostly action shots of Evan out on the course. You know, just lining up putts. and
1: Snap stories. You name it. It's going to be great. <laughs> guys. We appreciate hats you to the tuning crowd. in. This is going to be a great week. Matt, have yourself a great week. Let, I'll be talking to you throughout the week. Let's see how our picks hold up. You know they held up well in that episode one.
0: Well, we, you know, we, we, we know how to do this. So you know, feel free to give us credit you know, if you, you pick a winning pick because of this cat, podcast. So.
1: All right, go Cardinals, Matt.
0: Okay. <laughs> so, all right, folks. It's been a pleasure.
1: Adios.